sit down to a fine art podcast, gather round the fire <laughs> and join us for another episode. Sorry, I'm feeling very autumnal all of a sudden. Because I mean, we are sat here like in blankets yeah, and everything. Blankets. It's getting on for 9pm on an October evening, so it's very dark outside. Yes. Izzy and I both feel like we should be in bed. Yeah. Um, Izzy has been in bed for I most of the day. been in bed basically the entire day. <laughs> yeah, we went out last night. Drank a bit too much. <laughs> it was a good time, but yeah, we've got and it's Sunday as well. We've got strong Sunday vibes. We're just yes. very. My brain is at about fifty percent right now. I think. I feel like that's quite good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Fifty percent is. Where are you at? Very minimal. Um, <laughs> Battery save at five percent. Say maybe close to like twenty five percent. Oh no, that yeah, that's yeah. Well, hopefully we'll up it. Well, by, sorry, the yeah. Course, yeah. by the end, I'll be like 100% bouncing <laughs> off the walls. <laughs> go, go, go. So yeah, that's where we're at. And then today, we will be talking about just a, a, a casual, nice light subject. A light subject. What is the point of art? <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess compared to some of our like death episodes, maybe is a, is a bit light. Yeah, but, um, not quite as hard hitting. Yeah, I don't know what hot intellectual takes we're going to bring to this. We, to be fair, we do have notes from a, an actual talk yes. that Izzy went to. Yes. So there will be some actual content later in the episode. But to, to start us off, we're just going to give our own <laughs> thoughts on the matter. Um, we've got a couple of questions lined up just to prompt us, which is definitely... We also wrote the questions not in not today, yeah, not in a front stage. So hopefully that will be, that'll be helpful. Oh, I th- I'm glad that we have these questions. Yeah. Yeah. Shall I kick us off with question uh, number one? Yeah, go for so it. So question number one. Well, it's kind of, it's almost three in one. Oh, so it's, personally, why do we make art, or well, why do we make the art that we do, slash okay. why do we make art in general, and is there like a difference between those two? Okay. Things? So there's a lot to unpack. Though. There is quite a lot to unpack. Did you want to go first, or not? Uh, sure. Excellent. Well, why not kick it off with some real... Arty Real things. interesting um, <laughs> comments. <laughs> so why we make the art we do? It might be the same question. Why we make art at all? Yeah. Um, it might be what you might have the same answer for both. Well, I get. I'll start with the why I make art at all. Mm-hmm. I guess because I feel like that's the easier one to answer. Mm-hmm. I make art because I like it. Yeah. Nice and simple. Yeah. Um, I think we probably have spoken about. I think one of our other episodes we spoke about this a little bit like how we got into art or like mm. that sort of thing and I think I mentioned that even when I was a kid like I was very artistically inclined mm. I just I it kind of just comes very naturally to me like mm. I I used to um if I was I don't know like doing homework or something like my way of relaxing and taking a break would be to draw or to paint yeah and then I guess from that it See, I did it then at GCSE, and then I did it full time at college. Mm. Now I'm obviously doing a degree. Like it kind of just slowly became like a larger and larger sort of part of my life. Snowboard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I say, why I make art at all is just because I like it, and I can't mm. really imagine not doing it. Mm. Yeah. See, the thing is happening, which normally happens where you answer, and then I'm like the same. <laughs> <laughs> back at you. Yes. Although you may have seen me taking a note. Yes, I did. I was, just, I was just thinking, yeah. It does feel very therapy-like when I'm sitting here taking it. It really does. Saying, I'm sorry, I just don't want to forget it. Because um, I was talking to Adam about this the other day, like how much being good at something has an influence on how much you like it. Because it's like that mm. whole thing of if, if you're 
it's almost a chicken and the egg like what came first like were you good at art and then you liked it because of all the praise that you got like not just you but like generally or was it that you really liked it so you did it a lot and then you because it's it's like especially when you're a kid like you will probably get praised for most things that you do like they're not going to be like that drawing shit (laughs) (laughs) drawing again get a new hobby kid (laughs) so like I guess when you're younger like it is a bit more of a wholesome thing like you're kind of like yeah, I like this. I'm gonna keep doing it. But then, yeah, so maybe that's it is really that you like interesting. It I don't know. I'd say, I'd say for me, I mine is just I liked art. Like mm. obviously, because I seem to be like fairly adept at it. Mm. Like, you know, I got compliments and praise. Yeah, which is always lovely. But I did, I did the art for me. I did it because I like to do it, yeah. and then. I'd share it with my parents because I was proud of myself mm-hmm. rather than like I got praise for something so I did it again to get more praise. It was a very much like I did it for me. Yeah. And the praise is always a bonus. And then the praise <laughs> just came tumbling in after. Oh, what can I say? Raining down. Yeah, because I think that's one of the differences between like doing art. Like as you go through, obviously like we said, when you're very early in life, mm. you'll get a lot of praise and like... I guess it's across the board with many things. Like the praise that you get as you get older gets less because you just don't get thanked for doing things. So like praised for just like the little things anymore. <laughs> like I couldn't draw like a really weird looking bug and someone would be like, Izzy, wow, this is just beautiful. Like you've really, this is fantastic. Like yeah. you'd probably look at and be like, have a guard's a shit bug, mate. Yes, three house points. Yeah, but then I think it also is because the art that we make as we get or like as we progressed academically maybe yeah. i'm the same in that maybe sort of secondary school kind of time i probably really liked the praise of like painting a pretty picture and showing people and being like yes yeah. let me soak in these compliments oh, yeah. <laughs> whereas now you get to degree art the compliments are different yes. like you don't just show people and they're like wow that looks amazing well, maybe you do but like i say it's really not about the art you make anymore like mm. it's so it's that... never like oh that's a beautiful drawing like I can see you've accomplished a lot with that mm. it's very much like well what's the thinking behind it like can you reason yeah. your way of making it like what why have you done this and like mm. that's not praise that's terrifying <laughs> <laughs> yeah which I think is then like um ha- I've just completely lost my train of thought <laughs> wow I just derailed I'm thinking of inside out now on the train of thought <laughs> crumbles away um uh, i like that you've kind of visually described your thought process just absolutely just dropping off from my brain what? um how can i how can i get this back what was i just saying i <laughs> how um I guess... yes because the reasons <laughs> i feel like i look quite mad yes this is it the reasons that we make art now are therefore like i guess it's what that's what's difficult about this conversation is that like initially the reason most people I imagine started art is because they liked it whereas now you've got a lot more in the mix yeah it's not just as simple as I make art because I like it yeah particularly when you're studying it Mm. Um, because a lot of the time we don't like it yeah and I think because like I said like you have to reason things and like explain yourself and like justify Mm. why you do things you have deadlines to meet you need to do certain it's just one of those things that I think, yeah, yeah. it changes quite a yeah, lot. a bit more critically minded, I think. Yeah. But that is a really interesting point. Mm. I do. Yeah, because I think it feeds into a lot of things. I think this is part of the reason. Sorry, this, we're getting proper therapy now. But, mm. like, I think that's the reason that, like, I spent so long 
pursuing science is because I was good at it and yeah. I therefore validated me. I was like, I like this feeling, let me continue doing this. Yeah. Kind of thing. Whereas I think with art, like, there's a bit of both. Like, it's like, oh, I like the praise, sure. Who doesn't like a bit of praise? But also, like, it is something that I enjoy doing. That's really nice. Excellent. Awesome. Sorry, I feel like I really derailed your um, question answering. Had you finished um, answering the question? I'd finish answering the question, why do I make art? Mm-hmm. Did you want to do that or should oh, I yeah. do the next bit? Or I will just say that I think I'm pretty much the same. Like I started okay. making it young because I liked, oh well, I don't remember, but you know, I was just quite artistically inclined as you put it. And then I guess like I was saying, it's a kind of mixture of I would probably, I li- I've always liked it. It's always mm. been like a fun thing to do. But then I guess there's also, I do feel a bit weird being like, I do art because it gets me praise. <laughs> That's not true, but like, obviously, it psychologically feeds into like, yeah. everything that we all do to some extent. But I think equally, like, just from a very basic level of understanding, like if you get praised at something, it usually means you're good at it. And if you're mm. good at something, it can bring you stability and success and like mm-hmm. the things you need to survive. So yeah. it kind of does make sense that like, if you're praised at something, you'd want to do it more because yeah. you're like, oh, this is something I can excel at and like be successful at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I guess that's, nice. that answers the first bit of the question. Yes. I guess the second bit was why we make the art we do. Yeah. Which I think is a bit harder. Yeah, a bit more complex. Yeah. Because that's a bit wanna... more present, isn't it? A bit more current. Yes. Contemporary, if you will. Yeah. I can go first. Do it. Go so... for it. That was very aggressive. Sorry. <laughs> do it. Go <laughs> Don't go it. Oh, I'm falling off my <laughs> um, Oh, my bony just started. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Okay. So I think, yeah, it is complex, isn't it? Because again, like, it's not the art I make now. I didn't just, like, it, it's a process from, like, I didn't just pick up a rock one day. Or I was, I was going to be like, pick up a paintbrush, but I don't really paint. Like, I didn't just get up one day and decide to make the exact art that I'm making right now. It's like yeah. an eternally, eternally is a bit grander well. word. Uh, <laughs> The grand, you know, it's an evolving yeah. thing, like your practice. So I, I don't know, like, I guess, I, I, I guess there's two aspects of it. Like, I can go into the concepts behind my work in terms of, like, I make the art I do because I'm interested in, like, the concepts of, like, deep time and kind of materials and thinking about the world a bit differently. And then I guess we might get to this a bit later, but I wouldn't say that my art is particularly political, but I like that when you, like, read into the ways of thinking that it encourages you can draw political bit things out of that in terms mm-hmm. you know in terms of like everything can be political kind of thing and so i guess i'd say that like a lot of the texts that i've read like june bennett's vibrant matter is all about like highlighting the importance of materials and therefore this is very putting it very basically mm. obviously but um because she wrote a whole book saying this <laughs> which i'm not about to just sit and read out but like yeah highlighting the importance of materials and also realizing that our humanness isn't particularly like necessarily special. Yeah. Um, which I think is a nice thing. Like I think we probably spoke about it in our essay episode probably, when we did it ages yeah. ago. That it kind of it just can make us see the world a little bit differently. But yeah. it's like it's not particularly overt in my art, but I like to think that it's it can be there in the background. Yeah. So I guess that's like one half of it, but then the other half of it is obviously I'm on a fine art degree, which I know is a situation I put myself in, but like yeah. also you know, right now is a key reason that I am making art is mm. because I'm in a situation where like that's what I, have I to. have to do. <laughs> it's what I do. So yeah. That's interesting. Again, I don't I don't like that for both of these questions one half has been 
well, for the first one, it was one half is because I got praise, I get the external validation. And then the second half has been, well, because I have to. But also, like, that is the truth. It is. Yeah. Well, we're all about truth and honesty on this podcast. Authenticity. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what about you? Are you pretty similar? Um, why do I make the art I do? I guess maybe for you it's a little bit more... Yeah. Yours is a bit more personal. I guess... I think I probably have a different answer. Ooh, okay. I think... And again, I think it was like the last episode, mm. maybe, that I mentioned this, but obviously I'm quite like... I'm interested in like illustration and kind of quite like technical drawings and that side of thing. Mm. So I think part of the reason I make the art I do is because... I am kind of trying to evolve a practice that means I can sell my work quite excessively. Oh, that's very interesting. Um, like I want to be able to like have prints of my works or like yeah. put it on like notebooks. I actually don't want my art on notebooks <laughs> particularly, but that was just what came <laughs> yeah. to mind. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like things that you can mean I'm able to continue making work, but mm. I'm also having an income. Yeah. So I think when you get to fine art, or at least high art, mm. it's. I think it must be quite difficult to have a stable and reliable yeah. income just because, like, you could sell one painting that's, like, ten grand. Great. But, like, when it, how often are you going to sell yeah. paintings? Well, well, I guess maybe often if you're really successful. Yeah, but... I think it... So that's probably part of my reasoning. That's very interesting, yeah. I haven't um, thought about that. And I'd say, I guess more on like lines of like why I make the art I do mm. because I'm trying to make art about like I said like more personal things like mm. obviously like a lot of my health things kind of fall into it. I think obviously when I did that, that was just because I was very overwhelmed and needed to wait to like work through and understand what was happening to me. Yeah, and obviously. You know, two birds, one stone. Yeah. I don't have to be making art, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing it through that. But yeah. obviously now, I'm wanting to do like more nature focused mm. work and like things that just excite me and like really interest me, which is obviously quite sciencey stuff. Yeah. Um, and like I do it because I like it. Mm. Um, which does kind of take us on to like the third part of like, is uh -huh. there a difference between um why we make the art we do? and why we make art at all. Yeah. And I kind of, I think that is a bit of a difference because we have just given our separate answers. Yeah. However, I do think there's also a similarity because like I just said then, essentially for both of those, I make it because I like it. Yeah. It's a like very yeah. internal thing for me. Like I want to do it for myself mm. rather than like an external. Yeah, that's a very good point because it's like, that's the dangerous thing with the praise and the external validation is you do need some internal... You need quite a significant part of your driving force to be just an internal thing, that yeah. you like it. I and think I that's think, really hard to get sometimes. I think that's what's... Mm, this is, I think, what's difficult about why we find the prospect of graduating quite terrifying is because, at the moment, the motivation has been taken... Like, it's been... It's external mm. motivation of, like, deadlines. And we kind of... It's been taken out of our hands. Yeah. And then it's like at the end of it, they're going to give it back to us. Yeah. And we've just, like, we don't know what's, we don't know what's happened to our motivation in the three years. Like, it might be given back to us in a really healthy condition, <laughs> just as we left it and we can go on with our arty lives. Or it might have 
been neglected for years. <laughs> like, I think that's... Yeah. I think it's difficult. And I think it's interesting because along those lines, like, I have experience with that because obviously I did art at college. Mm. And then when I graduated college, I took two years out. I didn't do any art for those two years. Yeah. So before I started uni, I hadn't made any artwork for about two years. Mm. And it was because in my final year of college, like, obviously I had a lot of, there are a lot of, like, family issues. Um, Mm. My mental health was genuinely in the gutter. Um, (laughs) And I noticed that I became exceptionally cynical Mm. and I didn't have time for art. It used to make me really angry. Because I think just the whole, like, well, why have you done that? Mm. Like, this has this meaning. It just, everything, absolutely everything about it used to, like, ignite, like, real hatred in me. And I think, obviously, I was at a point in my life where, like, I really, I obviously ended up getting professional help. Mm-hmm. Like, my family were very supportive. And, like, I'm doing fine now. But at the time, I was very, very angry. And I think art really seemed to, like, exacerbate that. Just the yes. whole, like waffle that goes into a lot of fine art Mm. and like I I kind of enjoy it a bit now but Mm. from a distance and I think I still haven't got the same the feeling I had like before that towards art that enthusiasm that just like undying love of it Mm -hmm. I don't quite have that back that's yeah Um, which is what I'm trying to work on at the moment it's part of the reason I want to like very much rely on my internal validation and like doing things for me yeah. And, like, working to my own deadlines, like, getting a practice that I'm enthusiastic about and I actually want to do mm. and not working to, like, external validation mm. or, like, changing what I do because, like, for example, a lecturer doesn't like it or something. Mm. Not that that's happened, but yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I think because I've had experience with that in the past and I'm aware that graduation is coming up, mm. I don't want to be in that position again where I graduate and I develop, like, a real hatred for what I do. Yeah. So I'm trying to be like, I love this. It's a nice I want it for sustainable me. way of doing yeah. things. Yeah. That's what I want. I want yeah. a nice sustainable way of doing things. Yeah, I think that's a very good point of like how our art practice, because that you've got to have that internal driving force kind of thing, is therefore very closely linked with like your mental health or just your yeah, like general how you're feeling, like your stress levels and things like that, which I think is why it can be so hard if you're having a tough time yeah and like you know for example you're on a degree sort of course and you need to make art but you're just not it's feeling like, it or something yeah it's kind of they lend itself into each other you're not you know you're you're feeling a bit rubbish so then you're not really making art but then you're feeling more rubbish but then you're less likely to make art yeah and like it's just <laughs> but then also the opposite is like sometimes if your art is going really well you're like wow i feel amazing like across the board like everything in life is amazing <laughs> It's, my life has aligned yeah it's a strange chicken and egg it is again we've got a few chicken and egg things going on <laughs> rolling around this episode oh dear yeah i like interesting should we move on yeah, i feel like there's there any, any other say, things i've I, d- I did write some things down but yeah I'm that's kind of what i saw you writing so and i was like is she gonna well, I've <laughs> one down for later okay um but i and then i said the other thing i wrote down and i can't remember what was the actual question we were answering is there a difference between these two? I think maybe I was just going to... Agree. Maybe I already did agree. <laughs> you can agree again if you want. I think, yeah, I was just agreeing with the fact that there's like that kind of external validation reason as a as an answer to both halves. Yeah. But, yeah, 
I agree, I think, with, with what you just said. Nice. That's Take that. <laughs> Delightful. Um, yes, lovely. Pleasure doing Christmas with you. Right. Question two slash four, because that was kind of three. Oh, questions. God, don't, don't say that. That's going to make it yes, so sorry. confusing. Sorry, question two. Question two. Um, yes. Do I feel you... like that was question one, part Parts, A, yes. B and C. Yeah, like when you used to get homework and it was like, it's only two questions and it was part A, one, two, three, four, <laughs> B, one, two, three, four, five. And it was like, come on now. Yeah, so question two. Mm-hmm. What, is our, what is question two? <laughs> Oh, we've lost the ability to read now. Do you want me to read it? Oh, God. Have you lost it? Um, it's fine. It's literally right in front of me. I'm just... You know when you read a sentence and it's just not going in? To be fair, I might not have written it very coherently. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Yes, please. <laughs> I just can't understand okay, it. Okay, so I think it is... Yeah, I see what you mean. I've written that very confusingly. Are there any reasons <laughs> that other people make art for that we haven't listed because we don't think they apply to us. That's an even wordier way of saying it. <laughs> okay, so essentially, like... What other reasons are there for making art that we haven't said? Okay. Which I feel like is probably quite a lot, but also I can't think of very many. Yeah, I mean, the big one that we spoke about briefly mm. is politics. Yeah, um, kind of like activism vibes. Yeah, and I have to say, like, oh, I think that's exceptionally common in art. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people are like, Art can change the world. Um, yeah, and I suppose it's socially engaged, isn't it? It's the, yeah. It's a phrase that's thrown about a lot, yeah. I think. And there's a lot of, like, um, like a lot of quite, you know, successful mm. artists, like, throughout history. Their reasoning for making the work they did was, I made it because I wanted to, like, highlight this issue. And, yeah. like, I made it because I wanted to, like, impact the lives of these people. Mm. Or I wanted to, like, engage the government in this. Or, like... I guess by the very different definition of fine art, it's about breaking boundaries and mm. like pushing sort of for things. It's, so I guess yeah. it would make sense that art is political because it's about like pushing for new things and being like, oh, yeah. we want this or like, look at this. Yeah, it's like a kind of mode of communication in some ways. It's a weird one because I don't think, like I think there are other modes of art such as graphic design that's mm. like more explicitly a mode of communication. Yes. Like its primary aim is to communicate something clearly. Whereas I don't think fine art is like, necessarily aiming to communicate something clearly no but it's aiming to think through through a visual yeah way that then other people oh, I guess, like that. can oh thank you <laughs> just came up with it right now <laughs> um yeah that i guess other people can then see and maybe you know bounce off of in some way but i think it's interesting that we both think it's not like a reason that we make art because like i mentioned like everything is in some way political and i think there's definitely some kind of climate issues that i can relate my work to and i think yeah. your work particularly like the stuff to do with your health and like endometriosis is political in terms of it's like to do with to do with a woman's body of course it's political exactly like it's it's an important issue even if it's not directly like yeah i disagree with this new policy that's been brought (laughs) in like it's still kind of related to and and is socially engaged in terms of yeah like it's raising awareness of an important issue that's not necessarily got enough Mm of a spotlight on it yeah I guess yeah. but yeah oh, that's quite interesting I'm trying to think if there are like outside other... of politics oh yes because I wrote down sorry we were about to say something I was the only thing I was going to say was like like you've kind of touched on mm. I guess it's a sub part of the politics thing but like mm. environmental like yeah. things is quite that's big a good in point art. actually because I would say that is kind of 
maybe it's not a reason that I make art, but it's definitely something I consider a lot. It's mm. like the materials I use particularly, I'm like constantly yeah. like, like I definitely don't use in, entirely environmentally friendly materials, but I, <laughs> it's sound like such a bad disclaimer, but I always feel bad <laughs> when I use bad materials. Like I'm always thinking about it and trying to like consider ways that I can do better yeah. kind of thing. So, but it's not a reason I make art, but it definitely feeds into yeah. why I make the art I do maybe. Like yeah. the difference between the two. Mm. <laughs> Look, let's go. <laughs> Feel that battery, the the brain percentage, <laughs> brain aside, like did a little connection, <laughs> yeah. then, didn't it? Like, <laughs> I'm now on fifty five percent brain. <laughs> but I guess I wrote down this idea earlier. That's not an idea. I just wrote this down okay. when I thought of it. I feel like the I've got my has got my down again. I'm on forty five now. Um, is that I guess a bit more historically? The reason people made art was to be like you know before we had photos, it was ha- representative and like documentational Ooh, yeah. kind of thing which i don't know if that's around as much anymore in the same way because obviously there's no need for it to be photographed but i guess there's stuff like courtroom judges yeah. no yeah the you courtroom know what I mean. judges <laughs> the judges aren't sat there the judge sat there with his lilies all like <laughs> So I say that again, I was just really struggling with my nose. <laughs> I was just trying to capture the light and the way it hit your hair. And the lighting suddenly changed. But yeah, like, that yeah, kind that's of thing. Tr- why? Sorry, I'm not expecting you to have the answer to this. Why is that a thing? What, it just... They, like, I think it's because they're not allowed... Oh, I don't know. I don't actually. get it. I don't understand why they have a little illustrator. I was going to say, it's, not, it's because they're not allowed maybe, like, press in there sometimes. Maybe, I guess, if it's... Um, I'm making this up entirely, but okay. this is maybe what I'm... I, this I is your think. theory. <laughs> My theory, yeah, to be proven, <laughs> is that, like, maybe if it's um, a court case that's in progress hmm. and they don't want to let the media in and, like, kind of... You know, but if, if someone's not been proven guilty yet, you don't want to be, like, blasting the, okay. like, the trial all over the media so maybe yeah. they don't let cameras in at all so they just have people drawing but. But I kind of can think of a, like a million examples that disprove that. <laughs> but like maybe it's something to do with that. I don't know. Yeah, because so, it does seem like they wouldn't have artists there if they could have cameras. Yeah, it just seems badly. like an odd, an odd role. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, actually, that's a really good point about is art used as like a representational sort of media? Because I mean, I, I mean, we could get into like what is art <laughs> an even bigger question <laughs> of like if you're kind of calling photos art then there's photos yeah you know and i mean literally all over the place but particularly like in media and you know journal- journalism and like articles yeah. you know, that, that's factual spreading of information in a different way to the writing um i mean yeah you i mean you could really widen really that. i feel like maybe we've been part. thinking about it in quite a specific narrow fine art way we have although to be fair we are fine artists so. yeah <laughs> i guess we started off with quite personal questions yeah. and then when we move on to the notes like it, it might a get bit a bit broader wider, yeah. because i think yeah really there is i think we said this didn't we when we were talking about this before we did the episode in that like obviously art is absolutely everywhere like yeah every single piece of furniture in everyone's house has been designed Perhaps really badly, but it's <laughs> but it's been designed. It's been designed. Some choices have been made, even if it was to just like stick four pieces of wood on a large piece of wood and call it a table. Yeah, <laughs> some choices were still made there. So, I mean, yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it? it has all, all kinds of purposes. <laughs> Christ, it is everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. Is there any other historical reasons other than? 
I guess like Bible Bible. <laughs> like you know, like early it wasn't necessarily document docu documentative. Is that a word? D- um, wasn't sure it is documentation now. of an event. It was like to illustrate Bible stories or like oh, portraits yeah. of Yeah. God, I'm really suddenly like, wow, there's so many reasons. There are. I've been very narrow minded. I guess it's if we kind of focused more on the art that is made like now. Yeah. It gets a I'd but say most... potentially yeah, like it's not it's not really used for documentation or like yeah. you, you have photos and But then I don't know, like I'm trying to think of what other things apart from like political, environmental I guess if we're thinking outside of fine art, things like that you mentioned, like advertising. Yeah, and, and like... I guess actually a lot of people do it again, maybe this isn't quite so much fine art, but like therapeuticness of it. Mm. That was such a weird way of phrasing that. That was, but we're gonna go with <laughs> oh, that. My brain. Yeah, like a lot of people. I mean, well, then I guess maybe that is just. I think uh, my brain went down the path of like there's a lot of art workshops and things that people do where it's like yeah. community engagement, and that's kind of that's it's, a reason it's, for doing. Art, yeah, it sits it? in the middle ground between something that's, I guess, maybe a bit political, in terms of like I don't know. I just feel like. Community engagement things just have a very like political ring to them. Yeah. But also it is, you know, just for simple reason of people enjoying it. Like people will go to an art workshop because mm. they enjoy it sort of thing. I had another oh yeah, I was gonna say, in terms of people using art or no, people documenting or doing documentary art now. Well, well there's documentaries for one. <laughs> but, but also our classic favourite Rachel Sussman. Mm. She like her photos are just sort of documentation essentially, but it's ha- the art kind of well. I mean, the photos in themselves are art, but also there's the art of like how she strung them together, that's and curated yeah. them. I would do, I wouldn't have thought about that. Mm. I like that though. Yeah, because I guess curation is another type of art. So there's curation of yes, museums. Oh, I feel like this is really oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this we is really growing. Project predicted. Go with projected. Projected that this would happen. Yeah, yeah. So what we've established is. Just, just to check in. <laughs> There's a lot of art in the There's world. So what's reasons. the point of art? Many reasons. Yeah. So shall we now go over to the professionals? Yes, we could do. Do you want we? to give some context to the notes that we have? Um, I shall indeed. Give them um, a little introduction. So in first year, there was a talk at the Poly. And for those who are not in Falmouth, the Poly is a place in Falmouth. Mm. It's it's many things, yeah, honestly. It is, I'm not it's... entirely sure what to call it. I would describe it as, I mean, kind of art, maybe an art establishment. Like yeah. it's an art gallery, but it has like a sort of fun cinema vibe. It does, yeah. It's got like shop. some, sh- yeah, it's really interesting. And like they do shows there, like outside of art. Like I saw a comedian there a while ago. Yeah. Um, it's quite cool. I'm trying to think who I saw. I was going to say who was a comedian. Um, I think it was Lou Sanders. Oh, I. I can God, I didn't get. When was that? This was. It must have been. God, when was this? I seem to remember like seeing the advertising for that, but maybe I didn't know you at this point because maybe. I would have wanted to go, but I don't think I didn't want to. Yeah, I think I got. Um, I don't know if it was maybe like for Christmas or birthday, but my brother bought me two tickets. Oh, cool. Who did um, you go with? I took Jake. Oh. Yeah, because Jake had never been to a comedian show before. I don't know if I have. Oh, it's great. I'll take you. Excellent. <laughs> we'll go. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, sorry, that was a very odd uh, yeah, detour of fun. Um, yeah, so this talk was in 2019, I think it would have been then. Yes, I think so. Um, right, there it was. Maybe early 2020, but... Yeah, I th- I actually think it was quite 
early first year. Might, yeah. yeah, I remember seeing the posters and I couldn't go. Yeah, on. but yeah. So either way, in the poly, there was a talk, so they had a panel come in. Um, I have the names of the people in the panel. I don't really feel like it's needed to be honest. But yeah. Essentially, I think it was how many people? Two, three, four. It was six people, mm. and these people weren't just artists. So one of them is quite a famous like satirical illustrator i'm pretty sure there was like the head of falmouth uni or Uh like falmouth school of art yeah there was i'm trying to think who else there was someone who did a lot of like community work Mm. i think there was like a member of the council Um, classic do you know what i mean there was like a kind of a host of different people who all in some way were connected to the arts Mm -hmm. and there was obviously a host and I could be wrong, but I believe this was actually organised by a third-year student. Oh, cool. But either way. So part of the pressure, we need to organise <laughs> yes, the talk now. <laughs> so it was called Can Art Change the World? So that was the title of the talk. And basically, this person would present questions, we'd get questions from the audience, and the panel would discuss. Mm. So it was actually really interesting. Yeah, but like that's kind of the outline that's of what it was. Yeah, so do we want to like... I think you've got the questions written down. Yeah, do I do have a couple. Read a question and we can unpick it and then see what also yeah. they said. Okay, compare, yeah. Compare our own thoughts to the thoughts of professionals. So one of the questions was, what help can art uniquely offer oh. to the issues of today? Yes. Um, which I find really interesting because I think if it was, what help can art offer to the issues of today? Mm-hmm. That would be a whole other question but the fact that it's uniquely Mm. like what can only art do that like nothing else can Mm. in this day and age i think these kind of questions are really interesting because i always find myself getting quite like defensive yeah art is worthwhile but then it's like if i was in front of of people that like well i know i kind of am digitally which i don't want to think about (laughs) that's going to freak me out but like hello audience (laughs) but like i feel like i'd kind of you want to sort of I feel fight. quite attacked, yeah. <laughs> but I know it's not attacking person. But I think maybe one way I'd go about answering it is thinking about if we didn't have art or any form of visual, mm. you know, art. Okay. <laughs> Don't know why that needed to separate category. Art or visual art. <laughs> um, like, where would we be at? And I think the answer is we'd be pretty screwed. Yes. <laughs> like, like we said earlier. I mean, was this, sorry, so it was what? Does art bring uniquely to... What help can art uniquely offer to the issues of today? Oh, the issues of today. So, I mean, I mean, that's quite... Like, what are the issues? Does it mean, I guess, it's political? I don't know. I have to say, I'm not too sure. I mean, well, I think there'd be more issues if we had no art, for example. Yes. Yeah. We wouldn't have no furniture. I don't know why I keep going back to furniture. But... <laughs> You're really latching onto the furniture <laughs> thing. Like, we'd all just live in a very... Um, uniform society yeah. where everything looked the same because nothing had been designed like no creativity yeah, no like individualism expression. yeah well no, mm, yeah i think that's a really interesting way of looking at it like rather than what help can art uniquely offer to the issues of today instead of that like what issues would be there without art yeah and i yeah you're right like could you imagine a world with no form of art mm. like not just fine art like no Nothing. music no film or tv no furniture <laughs> like, no design like it would just all be we sat there doing nothing the most like i it, a world wouldn't exist like could you imagine how many issues yeah everyone would be dead no one would want to live no yeah it'd be so depressing yeah, i think it depends where you draw the line between like 
art and creativity. Yeah. Because I think things like dancing, like, is that, that can be art. Yeah. But, like, that is also just creativity, I guess. Yeah, because I'm thinking, going back to our good old science-art divide, it's like, is a world without art, like, would we then have science? Because a lot of scientific solutions are creative. Like, you yes. don't, like, when maybe when you look back on them, they don't seem creative they seem pretty obvious but like That's at the time being like oh maybe there's these things called germs like it's a, cre- <laughs> it's a creative idea yeah. that you then go through and i know it's that's quite a broad um nuanced <laughs> way of being it maybe there's germs hey there are germs and then germs were discovered like it wasn't quite like that but really like, i think it was exactly like that <laughs> just one guy having a conversation with himself <laughs> are there germs there are germs! <laughs> Congratulations! You You've unlocked it! <laughs> You've unlocked germs. Just imagine this guy in the mirror like, well, hey, look at you go! <laughs> oh, take me off his to-do list. <laughs> oh, dear. That took a very weird turn. Yeah, apologies. Um, well, so shall, like, I, shall I go yeah. through some of the things yes. that people said? I can't imagine they've taken the same route we did. I don't, I mean, I don't think there's any mention well, of actually, germs. I do want to see if I can think of anything, because I feel like that's quite a ne- negative way of answering it. It's difficult though, because like I feel like in order for us to answer the question, we have to think about what issues are there today, yeah. and like can art do anything about them, yeah, and if so, is it a unique thing? Yeah, it's quite yeah. a loaded question, isn't it? What issues are there? Mm. Well, I mean, well, I guess just to hmm. no, I don't want to take that line I was no. about to take because about to about no, 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 because no. I'm worried that I'm validating art with being like yeah, but it's useful in science, but I don't like. You don't, you don't want to go down that route. Yeah, I kind of just said that, and also, art is valid on its own. Mm. That's like just so. Mm. I mean, you have essentially just said. I've just <laughs> said it anyway, but then I said that. Don't... Mm. I'm annoyed now that I can't think of. Okay, let's just read this. Let's just read this. Yep, yeah, sure. okay. I've just got the whole there. I'll be dilly dallying around the point. <laughs> okay, well, some of the things that were said. One person said. Um, it offers like a contrast to the slick media world. Oh. So like the idea that as a world we're becoming more out of touch with our humanity mm. and art can be like a very good bridge for that and like reconnect mm. us. Yeah. I guess so. Actually, I know I said there's nothing about germs, but what? <laughs> there's nothing about germs in particular, but someone has made the point that you made then. What? Um, the arts are about imagination. So, uh, like, you can imagine a future and work towards it. Yeah. Which is essentially what you were trying to say yeah, about the idea yeah. that, like, you can imagine something and, like, creatively work towards yeah. that. Um, what else have we got? We've got someone who said that, obviously, it provides connections. Mm. Oh, this was quite interesting. Um, they said there's a difference between the arts being a vehicle for conveying and the arts being an expression for humanity. Ooh. Um, and I quite, I guess we have kind of touched on that idea a little bit, the idea mm. that, like, what is art for? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, a lot of people use it as a vehicle for conveying. Like, they want mm. they want to convey something or, like, get something across. Um, or even just get something out of their own head. Yeah. And then, equally, it can also be an expression of something rather than, like, oh, an intention. That's, that yeah. that's quite cool. Mm. And lastly... Uh, someone said, art has the power to change people and people have the power to change the world. Oh, that's nice. Um, it is fundamental to humans and in all fields there are there is creativity. Yeah. Which I think is quite a nice answer to that because, yeah, creativity is everywhere. Yeah, I think something that those answers have in common and, again, that we've also been talking about is, like, I guess an issue of today is mental health. Like, yes. Mental health seems to be... We a bit have... Of an- 
I don't know. We have an episode planned for oh, mental health and art, do don't, don't we? A little teaser in there for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, so I think a, a key important part of like what those people were saying and like the answer to that question is art can quite uniquely help yes people feel better and like get out of the rat race of just yeah productivity go 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 and it's just like no just take some time and knit something yeah like you'll feel better all done in like very different ways for like people who are like oh like i'm angry like a particular type of art or creativity could like work with that or yeah someone's feeling really low about themselves like getting them to be creative can help boost their mood like yeah Yeah, it's yeah like it's it's one of those things i feel like for every situation there is some art can help in some way yeah yeah i'd like to just disclaimer my previous comment i don't just mean like you're depressed knit something and you'll feel (laughs) fine i just mean obviously it's a lot more nuanced than that, but like sometimes, oh, I do like quite enjoy said, that. <laughs> it can help. <laughs> oh dear. Next question. Well, or was I just? There is a, there's this question. How do you engage with non-traditional art audiences? Uh... Um, which was quite interesting hearing them talk about it. Mm-hmm. However, I don't, don't I don't know if it's that... overly relevant to this. And to be honest, the answers were quite like. Do you know that nothing that exciting if that yeah. makes sense yeah we can we can skip that one yeah now on to the last one which is the exciting one mm-hmm. how has art changed the world um uh, yeah so this was actually an audience member who asked this question mm. and they said obviously the talk is titled can art change the world mm-hmm. and they were like can you can you provide a real real world example of how art has changed the world yeah because you know art's been around hundreds and hundreds of years like surely if it can change the world it must have done so in the past at some point yeah which i do think i have to say was probably the highlight it was such a good question to ask yeah but yeah i don't know if we wanted to discuss that before well i i can remember the example and i don't and we'll get to it but like it is a very negative... It's a good example, but it's a very negative example. Yeah. And I'm desperately trying to think, think of a positive a good example. Because there's been... It's annoying because, again, my my mind is just kind of like... We'll think of a world without art and think of how many ways that the world has been changed by art. But I appreciate that this audience member would want something concrete and mm. something like... I mean... I guess, it, yeah. It's kind of like... It's so hard because it is I have all around... Ooh. a bit of... Maybe something? Yes. Go for it. Um, oh god, I'm not sure how relevant this particularly is, but I'm thinking like, wait, the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. That's not just like that can be used for like the humanities and arts as uh, well. Yeah, can't it? I don't. I just don't know. I'm not. Oh, like, I really don't. Okay, well, we're gonna go with yes because otherwise my whole argument falls apart. Okay. Um, I think it must be. It would seem a bit rude a bit if it was just for like science. <laughs> you could only get the Peace Prize and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like humanitarian. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna go with this. Hmm. So the Nobel Peace Prize was invented by the person who made dynamite. Ah. Um, so he invented dynamite, trying to like make a difference, hmm. and obviously dynamite. His maybe not always a good thing. <laughs> like explosives, not great. And it was it was announced in the newspaper that he had died, but this was incorrect. Like this dude was still alive. Oh. Um, and he read like what they had written about him, 
and he said that he was horrified that the only thing he was remembered for was inventing something that had killed so many people. Uh. So because he was still alive, he didn't want that to be his legacy, so he invented the Nobel Peace Prize. And again, like I guess the idea of like wanting to make it like yeah, like recognize people who excel in like the arts, mm-hmm. the humanities, like the things that are good in the world, mm. and like encouraging more people to do better. Mm. I guess it's not strictly art, but like it's the idea that mm. he wanted people in multiple. Obviously, I know a lot of it is science, but I swear it's also used for like the creative yeah. subjects as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like he wanted to kind of recognise that it can be used for good. Yeah. Like I know that's a bit of like a long wind. Like doesn't no, no, quite no. work as an answer, but it just sort of popped into my head that yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That he just he wanted to make something that recognised the best in people, mm. and that's including in the arts. The yeah. Creativities. And it's something like a prize like that, especially obviously it's so like I guess prestigious, but like it, you know, has a lot of attention on it when it's announced yeah. every year whoever wins it will get a lot of attention and so like if you are an artist or somebody working in like well in any field whatever but like particularly arts and your work is about something of importance to you and then you win the prize then Mm. suddenly you've got a lot of attention on that subject like it's a kind of positive spiral all the way up kind of thing which is quite nice to think Mm. Um, and I guess an extension of that you could think like how has art changed the world there are a lot of like art scholarships like art funding Mm. um like, I know, you know, there are some people who, if they're a successful artist, they'll set up, like, do you know what I mean? They'll pay for, like, one student per year to be admitted, like, yeah. through their scheme sort of thing. Yeah, like, I, I guess that say. can foster a lot of, like, yeah, like, I obviously I know that that happens in a lot of different subjects and a lot of different schools across the world. But mm. I know in art, that like, there are a lot of art awards and, like, recognition and, like, it kind of is again like a positive spiral of like yeah. it just takes one famous artist to like give back yeah. and then suddenly another person has a chance at like pursuing something creative and doing mm. good definitely yeah because that's something i wrote down it's like that i know you said it earlier right at the beginning like the financial side of art mm. but like when you really yeah like get into the big money of art which annoyingly is an example of both good and bad yes. because i think like we watch well art robbery is like um a big sort of I don't really know what the umbrella term for it is like it's a big like black market thing it's a big like mafia criminal <laughs> thing like we watched um, Izzy and I watched um this is a robbery is that what it's called it's on Netflix this, this is, a is an art heist I think it's, this is a heist this is a robbery something think, along those lines yeah anyway it was about I can't remember the name of the museum uh a museum in <laughs> I want to say New York, but I don't know if that's oh right. God, I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, there was a big art robbery, and like the whole documentary is just kind of following the story of the art. No spoilers. No, no. Um, but <laughs> um, essentially, yeah, it was just interesting to learn about like the power that a single piece of art yeah. has. Unfortunately, not um, not in great sort of circles. Mm. Like, I wouldn't want this to be the only point of art. Is just. Well, it can be used in criminal exchanges, <laughs> but you know, like it just, they carry a lot of power and yeah. wealth with, uh, yeah, value with them. Yeah. So I guess in that kind of way, like it changes the world in terms of like it's a powerful trading yes. tool, which, yeah. yeah, again, is a negative example. And annoyingly, the example you're going to give is going to be even more, even negative. more negative. I have just thought of a quite nice one. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, rather than change the world as a whole, I'm thinking along the lines of how can art change the 
the world of a person. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's um, nice. I'm thinking, like, a lot of, like, you know, there's some... the techn- I'm not going to get into, like, the technicals of it, but, like, the mm. idea that there are some people who I'm thinking particularly, like, throughout things like Nazi Germany and that. So I'm kind of going for, like, a double-pronged one here. The one prong is... Mm. For example, like paintings that were in a family mm. and were looted or taken or lost mm. and generations later are now being gifted back to the family. Mm-hmm. Like that must mean huge amounts, like particularly mm-hmm. if that lineage, like maybe the family didn't, like a lot of the family didn't survive. Do you know what I mean? Like being gifted back something that you knew belonged to like your great grandmother mm. who you know was killed or something like having that painting or like artwork gifted back to your family Mm. must mean mean so much and like really forge like a connection between generations yeah and Um, you on the artwork as well yeah which is quite wholesome Mm. and then the second prong i'm thinking how can art change the world of someone I'm not being funny, but things like photographs of like lost relatives, oh, that's a good um, point. Yeah. like paintings, like also the people who restore like very very old photo- oh my God, yeah, damaged the photographs. Shop. Have you seen that? Yeah, the repair yeah. shop. You see how much um, it means to those people. Exactly, and I'm also thinking like a little a little bit different, but I don't know if you've seen like the videos of almost like deep faked photos. So oh, like they yeah. move and they're yeah. animated. Like I know there's a lot of mixed mixed feelings about those Mm. however like there are like a few videos of people seeing like a picture of their dad who has been dead for like however long smile and move which like is must like that's really that must like absolutely shift your world to be able to see particularly um like older generations who like don't have videos Mm. to like see a almost like lifelike mm. animated version of someone who you haven't seen move or oh, speak yeah. in so long. I haven't, I haven't seen that. That's um, so yeah, that was the kind of thing I was thinking, like art can do a lot to kind of mm. change individual people's worlds. Yeah. And I think that can be potentially more important and moving than changing the world as a whole, like to change one individual person, Mm. like to shift their world so completely for the better. Mm. I think art has like a fantastic capability to do that. Mm. That was like an inspiring speech. (laughs) What (laughs) can I say? (laughs) It's like that. I can't remember the quote where they were like, uh, the power to change people and people have the power to change the world. That's it. That's it. Quite awesome. It's like that. Yeah. I mean, I thought of a couple of other things, but they're just like more sort of smaller examples. Yeah. Which I mean, I mean, there's like architecture as a whole. I think I'm just thinking of more fields of art. Yeah. But like architecture, like the power to change a space. Like yeah. Your mood is really affected by the space oh, that I you're like in. That. And so you know, if you've got a really beautifully designed building and you're going to work on that building every day, I'm sure you'd feel a lot better than if you're going in some like rubbishy office block that's like damp and dark. I do enjoy that. And then the only other thing I thought of is I know a lot of people who do who are more, like, artistically inclined, perhaps are, like, dyslexic or have some kind of issue with, like, uh, what's the word? Like, written mm. communication sort of thing. Yeah, like, I think art is just a different way to express yourself and communicate yeah. that for a lot of people, if they can't communicate in the more conventional terms, then I guess it would really change their life. To yeah, quite validating to, to sort of yeah, have a way to communicate effectively way. and, like, actually be taken 
seriously to, like yeah. Yeah, yeah because like there is i know people say like oh it doesn't matter if you're dyslexic like but it does make a big it, difference. it does make a big difference yeah. like i imagine that must be really hard going through life just not being able to effectively communicate yeah, like just, everyone else yeah so like yeah that's such a good example i love that <laughs> I hate to end on your example. It's a good example, but, it a good example. but it's just very depressing. Let's put let's let's say it and then okay. we can see how we okay. feel. <laughs> so if you want to say anything else or not. Um, so the example that was given was I can't remember who gave the example either, which is slightly annoying, but obviously one of the panel members did. Mm. Um, and they to be fair, they did say they were like, you know, how can art change the world doesn't necessarily mean for the better. Yeah. It can mean for the worse as mm. well. So this example, unfortunately, is for the worst. But they gave the example of H.G. Wells, and he actually invented the atomic bomb in one of his books. So he wrote about this device and like what it was capable of. Mm-hmm. And from that book, the atomic bomb was created because someone took the idea and actually made it real. Yay. Um, which, yeah, like obviously is not happy. Mm. But that's insane that, like, a piece of fictional writing can have that much of an impact on the world. Yeah. Like, genuinely insane. Like, very clearly, art can change the world because it has. Yeah. I think that's a lot of what Simon talks about in his lecture sometimes is, like, how fiction writing can... And I guess, like we mentioned earlier, you can imagine a future and then work towards it. And Mm. it's unfortunate that that's not always (laughs) for the better. Yes. But, um... Yeah, like it's a really powerful tool to be able to like keep an active imagination your whole yes. life and have a way of expressing that, which I guess is what like art and creativity is all about. Yes, it would be really interesting to kind of look into statistics of like people who do art and like are they more likely to become this or more likely to mm. meet that milestone by that point in their life? Like, I just wonder if maybe if you're artistically inclined. Or like you regularly are creative in some way. Mm. I wonder how. I wonder how your life changes, if you're doing that compared to like if you're not. Yeah. Like there must be some benefits. It would just be interesting to know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I agree. It would be quite cool. Let's commission it? that investigation. Yes. I think. I mean, I'm sure I've seen like statistics floating about somewhere that's like, oh, if you're this then like i just like <laughs> words it's like do you know we've, what i mean we've hit an hour now so yeah, this is quite impressive yeah we have mm. our 25 and 50 percent brains have done well they have i'm so proud of our brains yeah, let's go what time is it now God, it's getting it's really nearly to our bedtime to be honest what time is it's it it's like quarter ten. Oh dear god oh i need some sleep i do what a bloody week of uni coming up. Oh, it's a busy week as well. Yeah, it is hectic. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> we're just both of us like, ah, yes. Should we maybe do a little bit of advertisement for our next episode? Because it's oh, an exciting yeah, episode. Lord. Yeah, we've got, we're full of the teasers this episode. Mm. Yes, do you want to say a bit about it? Okay, so if you've made it this far, little, little teaser. <laughs> well oh, here's a reward. <laughs> Our next episode is actually a Halloween special, um, and we're really going for something a bit different in that it's we're going to have multiple guests. Yeah, it's a bonanza. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a guest bonanza, um, <laughs> except it's going to be done in sort of, our aim is like roughly 15 minute segments, mm. 
don't know how well we're going to stick to that. Yeah, it could be the longest episode. Well, it probably will be. It probably will be the longest long episode. episode yeah. but it's going to be so good, I know it. It will, it will. Um, but yeah, so we're going to have guests on for different segments. And shall I, shall I say what some of the segments are or shall I leave that as a Ooh. surprise? It's difficult because we don't have that many segments that we can be like, we've got some highlights because then by the time we yeah. said like two, we said half of them. Well, we're covering different areas of the arts. Yes, different areas that? of the arts in relation to horror and Halloween. Yes. And obviously the guests we are bringing on are in relation to these different mm-hmm. parts of the arts. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be such a good time. Yeah. So Quite a lot of admin. Quite a lot of yes. organisation. This is really testing our organisation skills, but we I was going to say sure we're doing so it. much recording over the next like couple of weeks. Yeah, we are going to be podcast professional. Well, we won't because no one's paying us for this. No. Sad. Sometimes. <laughs> it's a bit of an advert. If anyone wants to pay yeah. us for our podcast, yeah, please sponsor us. Polly could sponsor us. We've done them some Ooh, promo today. Yeah, we have. I don't know who else we've promoted. I don't know. Anyways. Well, yeah, so we've got that to look forward to. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Hope, Set a reminder for excited. two weeks' time. Yeah, it will be a bit pre-Halloween because our, our Saturdays don't line up very well. Yes. But, you know, you can get some good Halloween knowledge going into Halloween and then on Halloween itself, you know, go around yeah. flexing the new exactly. knowledge you have. So our Halloween episode will be out on the 23rd, I believe. I, yes, I, I um, believe so too. So it gives you plenty of time to like give it a listen around, get you in the mood for Halloween. Yeah, I'm, I'm already in the mood. Like I have to say, I'm quite excited, yeah. We need to decorate the house. We do. Yeah. Awesome. So exciting. Well, if you made it this far, thank you very much. Yes, thank um, you. Well done. Thanks for putting up with our really quite juiced our brains mm. i mean we can also say that if there's any points that you think we've missed or mm. like would you know you're just shouting at us the whole way through and we just completely because we realized that was a lot um then like we said on a previous episode we do have a, uh, an instagram now yeah at down to a fine arse dot podcast i think i said asked <laughs> down to a fine art dot podcast <laughs> um it's tagged in the podcast description it is um mm. but you can drop a comment on this week's yeah we could put a poll up maybe yeah we can yeah, yeah. just keep an eye out do yeah. tell us if we've missed things and we yeah. can it'd be rectify it'd be nice to actually like share started. some other perspectives from other people yeah. so yeah maybe maybe we'll put something on the story like you know yeah, well, so you, you can like send in ideas yeah yeah okay okay well keep keep your media eyes out <laughs> yeah have a little look at that and thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. See you soon for a Halloween special. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>